I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, hey, welcome back to the show. It's Courtney here. And I've got a lot of Noelle back. I just love her. She's so much fun to chat with. And we took a day off of recapping The Bachelor. I did two guest spots this week and I was just bachelored out. And this week's episode was kind of the calm before the storm as far as, you know, hometowns are coming up. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And but we are going to dive deep into the roller coaster of love is blind. And then we also talk about farmer wants a wife. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for the positive feedback so many of you guys have reached out and saying that you are watching this season because you love the recaps with Alana, and I just have a, a blast talking with her. So I hope you enjoy. Hello. Welcome back to After Reality. It's your host, Courtney Robertson here, and I am with Alana Noel, my favorite recapper, my girl. And we are, me personally, I'm a little bachelored out, so we took a day off of recapping, but we are ready to do some recap-ish with you guys and also talk a little bit of love is blind. Hey, Lana, what you, what you up to girl? Hey, oh my God. That sounded so weird. Why did I just say it like that? Um, <laughs> and don't forget, uh, farmer wants a wife. Oh, but we'll my. get into that in a second. Oh my gosh. I, thanks for turning me on to that. I've been devouring it. You know who originally turned me on to it actually is Dave Neal because I listened to one of his podcasts and he mentioned it and I was like, what the fuck is farmer wants a wife? <laughs> so I went and uh, listened and I was, or watched and I was like, oh my God, but we'll, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start. Yeah. The bachelor. I was actually so happy that you were down to just kind of mix it up this week and talk about other shows and not be too bachelor heavy because I've had insomnia this week, so I pretty much binge watched all the shows this morning. But oh. and I was like not prepared at all earlier in the week. No, I wasn't either. I did two guest spots this week talking about The Bachelor, and you know, this week was the week before hometowns, and to me, that's like the calm before the storm. I had fatigue from just everything that's been going on, 
And uh, no, so now I'm, I'm ready to talk about it. And I would love to get your take on it. Thanks for watching. Uh, and I'm sorry about your insomnia. We got to get that fixed. Seriously. Well, okay. So a couple things from just like a producer storyteller standpoint, it's like this episode, especially I felt like, and I don't know if every season's like this, but I felt like there, and I know what happens in the end, but like, we want, we're not talking about it. We don't do spoilers, but like, I feel like they really were doing a lot of Easter eggs and kind of setting up what's going to happen later in this episode is it felt like housekeeping, I guess. Like they're really, you know what I mean? Interesting. No, I don't elaborate. It's like when you have, it's like a story arc. So mm -hmm. you have, I mean, every, you don't know what it's going to be when we're talking about a reality show. I mean, every reality show is different when you go into a season not always do you know what the overarching story is going to be with this particular, and if we're talking about The Bachelor, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, like if you go back to trying to think of an example, um, like Clayton, what, God, I'm trying to remember what his was, but I'm pretty sure. He told everybody I like, love you and. <laughs> he told everyone I love you and I think his whole thing was like like can I fall in love with more than one person at the same time I think that was like the thorough line of the season and it seems like the thorough line of this season with Joey is I don't want to be left in the end I don't want to leave here alone I'm scared of someone leaving Yes, yes, those yes, are the yes. themes that's, that he that's, keeps. Mm -hmm. That's the overarching, up. like his fear, his greatest fear coming yeah. through. And then Maria pulled the make me stay card this week and a little bit of a princess card, which we'll talk about. But yeah, no, I, I think you're right. And like from the opening first night episode of him at the end, obviously it's been talked about and kind of exposed as to what happens again, not a spoiler show, but it sounds like we kind of under, we know, I'm sure, you know, what happens at the end. So now that we know that I am spoiled, I waited, uh, I've been spoiled by reality, Steve, <laughs> I, I'm, <laughs> but we're not, we're not going to do it here. But now that I know I'm watching through a different lens. Yeah, I can't help but like I can't enjoy anything. I mean, I do enjoy shows, obviously, and movies, but I always am thinking about how the story is being told anytime I watch anything. And something someone told me, I didn't finish college, but I did attempt to like do film classes in college. And uh, one of my film class teachers told me, or professor said, watch. Um, if you really like a movie and you want to study it or a show, watch it twice. The first time just to enjoy it and the second time to study it. Interesting. Yeah, no, it makes 100% yeah. sense. I'm always like, how did they come up with this? This is crazy. And, um, you know, I was glad it was the last group date. It was a horrible group date. I, I just, I don't, like I said, I don't think I ever got stuck on something like that, having to push the logs and the throw the axe and drink the... I didn't even watch it, to be honest, because I so knew bad. you were bachelored out. I mm -hmm. skipped through and just watched, but it was bad. 
No, it wasn't so good. No, it wasn't good. And Maria, I love like she kind of played the princess card a little bit like this isn't fun. And then uh, the one girl, God, I can't I don't have my notes in front of me. She goes up and kisses Joey in front of everybody. And Jen, yes, Jen during his ITM, which I think is, you know, I felt like you could see the desperation of people knowing like, okay, this is coming to an end and it's almost hometowns. And then you know, at the end of the group date, he's like, I can't hand out a rose because Maria did the whole make me stay. She, she I really thought I was like very touch and go. Did you see that part? She leaves the room. She's crying in the bathroom with the producer. That producer should get a pay bump because he calmed her down. She came out and was like, just kidding. It was so classic. And, you know, I did that with Ben right before hometowns. And I think it was because I was nervous for him to meet my mom. But I did this. Was whole, it a like, producer with blonde hair? No, they didn't show the producer. Um, they didn't show oh. her, but you could see she was talking oh, to somebody. She was crying. And okay. it went from like, he was like, well, I guess this is it. Like he kind of called her bluff. And then she came back and was like, okay, I'm sorry. I had a meltdown. But her thing was, was like, you know, I had to see you kiss Jen. And she was just like fed up. You could tell she was just not having it. So then he doesn't hand out a rose at the end of the group date. Which is like, okay, that's interesting. And then when they get to the cocktail party for the last, you know, before hometowns, he cancels it. So the girls that were on that date, I felt like were like a little desperado, like trying to just get kisses in and grabbing for straws. You know what I mean? So their last Hail Mary. Their last Hail Mary. Exactly. So they cancel the cocktail party. So it just goes straight into the rose ceremony. And you know, I think that was good. I, at that point, it's like, okay, he knows who his top two are. Let's be honest. I, Wait, I didn't Kelsey get a one-on-one last week or am I misremembering? So Kelsey A and Daisy both had one-on-ones this week. And da- uh, Daisy oh. was first. Are you thinking about Kelsey, the other Kelsey? No, last week. Because I felt like, I know who got the, I watched the one-on-ones. But Kelsey the girl who had the one-on-one this week, I feel like she just had a one-on-one like recently. Mm, I know what or, you mean. Am I, I misremembering? I think, I think that this is her set. This is the thing I, I feel about her is she's been low profile. I said it on my other podcast. Uh, I felt like she was Lauren Leindyke in a way that like we knew she was there, but she was kind of flying under the radar. Daisy and Maria have been the standouts, but after this week, it's like, oh, wait, Okay, Kelsey, like he is shooting stars out of his eyes for her. So I felt like they they kind of buried her in there. But she did have a I think she did have a, her own one on one already. That wasn't her first. Yeah, they both already had one on ones. that they, it was their both of their second one on ones. So going back for well, so Joey, for me, I feel like he you know, and I feel like people have said this and we've said this, but in this episode specifically, and I mean, after tonight, after this week's episode, it's all in the dust because we're in hometowns, but you really can tell when he likes somebody and he <laughs> likes Maria. He likes Daisy. He likes Kelsey. I don't think he really cares about the other ones as much, but during Daisy's one-on-one, she said to him, that like she's not there yet 
with falling in love, like, and kind of set up, like, I don't know if I'm going to get the rose, which is kind of like low stakes to me because it's like, well, in totality, you've probably spent three hours with the man and like, or five hours over the course of like these several weeks, like it would be insane in real life when you're thinking practically and logically that you would be falling in love or in love with this man. Um, so I don't think she was playing a game. I liked her honesty. It was, it was received well. And, but here's the thing. She said, I like you a lot. No, cut it off. I'm I'm just, cause she's not original in that thought to have that thought. She's not the first one to be like, Oh, I'm not there yet. But it's very interesting to me that they were okay with that conversation happening um, because many times girls want to have conversations like that, but it doesn't always happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's interesting that that was like allowed, you know? Allowed. Well, I mean, on their one-on-one date, they were playing music. I think she's getting Bachelorette edit. I mean, they're playing like an actual song in the background and – I mean, clearly, I think that they're kind of bending the rules probably a little bit for her or the format. And going back to my hometown date, I I played the make me stay card right before. And I kind of knew what I was doing. I wanted more attention from him. I'm like, I'm sick of feeling like being on group dates. Like it was like, I haven't had a one on one date with you in weeks. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it worked out well in my favor because he did pull me aside at the rose ceremony And that's exactly what he did with Maria. But I wanted to touch on the fact that for me, when I went to hometowns, we did a little fake wedding thing, but the producers were, you know, egging me on like, this is the time you have to tell him you're falling for him now. Like this is exactly, this is the beat that we need. And if you don't, you're gonna, you know, get lost in the shuffle. It was very, very clear. And I told him right after he met my parents, which you do come off of this like high. Uh, it's almost like when we talk about love and Bl- love is blind. When Jimmy introduced Chelsea to his family, and he's like, "Oh my gosh!" Like he's like so excited. And I mean, there was part of it that I was like, "Wow, I got my family's approval." And I was like, "Okay, I'm ready to tell him I'm falling for him." I remember my mom, my mom pulled me aside on camera, and she's like, "So like, have you?" F-? I told her I'm falling for him. She's like, "Well, have you like fallen all the way down or like <laughs> where?" Humpty Dumpty, where are you on the fall? But yeah, there is that like kind of a natural progression. Well, the family thing makes it feel very real. And it's like, if you have an incredible experience with the person you're dating and your family, it really just makes you like them or love them that much more. I I mean, in real life, any, anyone I feel like can relate to that because it feels, it's like, it feels like, right. It's like, you're fitting into my puzzle. Um, yeah, you get your family's approval. And honestly, after that, this week, I felt more like myself because then I didn't have to live in the house with the girls. I was completely separated. I could kind of catch my breath. I was the last hometown date. And then I was so excited to see my family. So it was like, I'm like, okay, I've gotten through the hardest part. And I love hometowns week, even from a producer standpoint, it's the best week you get to like, Oh, I don't even know if we can say what you can do, but it's the best. How? Oh, you could do all the things. I got my nails done. I went <sighs> shopping. I got a massage. I got, you know, little, th- I got my And we get dyed. to go do it with you. I yeah. mean, I don't know if your producer got to, but 
Oh, <laughs> I was we like, I remember had, like massages together. There was when we were in Switzerland at the end, because I was the last overnight date. We would get like one to two massages a day together. Thai massages. Oh, yeah. We didn't have that kind of budget. Well, they wouldn't let us do stuff like that. Oh, but... her receipts were crazy. Did you do anybody's hometowns? How many hometowns have yeah. you worked on? Oh, I bet. Two or three, I believe. It's I'm it's probably think. really nice for you guys. That's a fun take on it because you're right. Like, it's not like you're doing all these group dates. It's like the whole vibe shifts. And I think that that's why I was like, wow, okay, how am I really feeling about this guy? <laughs> and I was so proud to make it to the hometowns and show him off to my parents. Oh, yeah. Get their Susie approval. and I had the – of the all the hometowns I did, Susie and I were uh, from playing season was the most memorable. We had the most – fun oh my god we got so drunk and did karaoke and went to Nobu and just had so much fun but also cried and were miserable too so it was like oh, all the things that happens too. my producer is my best friend my ha- well handler and she also was a producer but I was like I if I'm gonna do this I need her with me and all the girls she was like everyone's favorite and one of the EPs I was like hey like right after the elimination row ceremony, right before hometowns, it's like, if I'm going to do this, I need Amy with me. But she missed her family. You know, it's their long days. I, I She would break down and cry. Oh, yeah. Same. Um, okay. So I want to talk about Marie. I, first of all, Maria, I think, okay, I'm not a person to judge because I as far as fashion goes, because I literally wear like Cracker Barrel merch, but <laughs> her outfit, and I'm not even kidding. Um, her outfit at a, the group date, the black I think skirt, it was, it was like a nineties R and B music video. I was just so confused by the outfit. I'm sure it's like fashion and it's a loop, but I was just very confused by it. It's a lurk. I, I asked my husband, I go, what is that? Is that a toga? <laughs> it's like above my fashion pay grade I don't know but I, w- I was perplexed by it but when she I didn't watch the whole thing the whole shebang with her pulling Joey but I did watch like the the meat of it and I totally agree I would be Maria if I was there like what I it's like I don't I mean you never know what someone's true intentions are with anything that you're watching. But if you're just, I'm watching this as a viewer and I'm trying to take my producer hat off. I feel like she probably just started really liking him. And so, yeah, wanting to see if he actually really likes her and also not being able to handle it because it's a lot like going into the next phase if you actually really do like someone knowing that he's going to also go meet their families and kiss them and do all that stuff it's a really uh big pill to swallow oh yeah it it really is and then in the previews they show her dad kind of it i love watching the previews i had to watch them twice but her dad is like you know he was the one smoking stogies and Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see him at a hometown. Oh, it's I mean, yes, same. And it looks like he kind of asked the hard hitting questions. And I took it as like how I felt like, oh, my God, am I she kind of even said, like, am I ready to bring him home? Like her whole thing was is like, I want to know it's me. But at this point in the game, you can't you can't know they got to play it out. There is a formula here. And um, 
so that was the end of the group date. And then I think then it goes to Kelsey A's. I really liked Kelsey A. Did you watch her one-on-one date, the polar plunge and shopping? I watched just the ending. Okay. We don't have to get into I know you've talked about it a million times this week. So <laughs> I just really liked I, I liked her. I could finally see the connection there, whereas she was kind of like one of the ones I was probably kind of fast forwarding through, but it really touched me her talking about I, I'm excited to see meet her dad because she lost her mom and I was getting a little. Oh, mis- I started crying. Me too. I, well, my mom has cancer right now. So actually, before I came on this call, my mom was like, we need to talk about a biopsy. And I was like, OK, can we talk about it mm, after this call? So, so I can like so I'm just totally in it right now with that stuff. And so I'm you know, it hit close to home. I immediately tears down my face when she said that. Um, And I like that she asked him about how, what his dad thinks. Um, And I'm sure other girls asked, but I'm glad they showed it, you know? I was glad they showed it too, because it's like, hey, this isn't just like a pick me, pick me. It's like, hey, I want to learn more about you. And you could tell that really meant a lot to him. And I did want to touch on the fact we had talked about, uh, you had said, I think he has sparkly eyes. I haven't noticed the yellow thing, but he did address that this week. And you had said that way back when we first started recapping what about uh, the vocal fry i am gonna go and say this i think i was the first person to call it the vocal fry publicly yeah remember i was like what is vocal fry and then i i googled it and there was like people on reddit and people saying things to daisy she's addressed that as well and we're pioneers (laughs) courtney we're pioneers all right i need you to understand that we're gonna crack this case wide open and I have a theory on Joey's eyes if they are yellow but like you said like a doctor like people are chiming in to the point where he's taken to Instagram and said like okay I'm gonna address this when the time is right I personally think he has sun damage from probably playing tennis outdoors I I have sun damage to my eyes and when you're tired and you're using eye drops constantly when my eyes were constantly bloodshot on the show because I was or he has jaundice well, people are, that's the theory, but why would he talk? I mean, he's saying like, I'm going to talk about it when I, the time is right. Maybe he has. Oh God, freaky. I, but wouldn't they like the producers do, I don't know. I almost wonder if it's sun damage and he was just using eye drops a lot, but anyway, going back. I to- just, go- I just Googled it. Yellow eye causes pank- pancreatitis, jaundice, maybe he has malaria, Ooh. alcohol use. But he hasn't been drinking a ton. He's even said on this season. He hasn't. And you can tell he's so composed. Like even on his dates, I kind of do like a drink count. I'm watching him. It seems like Daisy is sober. I'm pretty sure Daisy's sober. I'm not. You're right. He has jaundice. That's what it is. We'll settle on jaundice. Somebody has come out and said that they're sober. I don't know who it is. But anyway, it doesn't matter. But um, we'll, we'll, I'll be curious to see what it is. I haven't noticed it. I've looked closely. I think he has got sparkly eyes. I thought he looked so hot in his polar plunge. His bachelor diet's working. OMG. And that's my kind of date. Like, I don't make me drink lamb's milk or whatever that is and throw an axe. Like, let's go, like, be a real couple. Like, if we were traveling in in Canada, we would bop around and we would yeah like that to me was like realistic yeah joey could be sitting on a toilet taking a dump and he'd still be hot but he's just like oh he'd be the hottest steamiest yes oh he's crap that you've ever seen he's it really i was like wow this is really good i love jasper made me want to move to canada 
Um, but I also watched Farmer Wants a Wife and I was like, I could do that until I saw that it wasn't like freaking Yellowstone. I was waiting for some sprawling farmland, you know, farmhouse. Mm. <laughs> uh, we talked about this the other day. I, the way they, okay, Bachelor, we talked about it. Yeah, we could put see a pin next, in that. See you next Tuesday. We'll, we'll recap Farmer the Wants a Wife. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> the way they set up these farmers, I'm thinking exactly what you said. We're going to pull up to Yellowstone. I'm, we're going to see Kevin. What's his name? Connery? Uh, Kevin? Oh, uh, Kevin Costner. The baby. baby is Kevin him. Costner. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend's mom dated him, actually. But Let's uh, call her. I want all the something... Right. I'm thinking we're going to see something crazy. And these men live in trailers. It is the funniest shit. It's like simple life meets The Bachelor. And <laughs> I think half of these men are gay in the closet. And all of the women, none of the women want to be there except for like maybe one or two. And none of the farmers even want to touch them with a 10 foot fucking tractor. Well, and they're because- very shy. The farmers are very shy. So they do seem realistic. Like they are actual farmers. Uh, But the, yeah. the, the cast was like trailers. a lot of them were from like a lot of them were from la and i'm like you know and i get being in la being like oh this is cute let's try to go on the show maybe i'm over la and the la traffic and then they get there and exactly you're picturing like this fairy tale farmhouse and that you see this massive landscape i like the one that had the water view because i was like okay that's cool like i can envision myself making my coffee going to a run to go down the water but the houses are these tiny tiny houses on this massive farmland yeah honestly the initial shock value of the show was funny enough i don't know that i could watch it week to week and stay invested like i probably like the first two i think i watched in like in the the whole thing the first two or three episodes but like i probably won't watch again until the finale but the first couple episodes are just so funny and reminds me of like early reality days um and all the girls are dressing like farmland like they have like these high-end boots like they're like okay what would I wear if I was looking for a farmer as a husband (laughs) literally it's it's genius it's so funny it's so good so they got Ty Farrell who's 42 who has a daughter and I had to go on people finder because he said he was 42 I don't know if it's just because he's been working out on the ranch all day but I was like there's no way this is this guy is 42 I found him his first name isn't Ty he is 42 so there you go and then there's Mitchell who's 27 I think they're all really cute Brandon who's 29 and Nathan who's 23 what let me look at their faces and I'm gonna give you my opinion I followed a couple on Instagram (laughs) you're so funny okay let me Okay, first of all, the 42-year-old guy, it creeps me out for some reason. I can't explain it, but he kind of gives me the ick. Like, he sends, like, a chill down my spine. Um, I don't know. I he's He kind of is creepy. I can't explain it. Which one? He, the, for, the 42-year-old. Yes, yes. There's something about him that is a little... He's just like a little, you know what I think it could be is also he's a little socially awkward. Yes. Which, I mean, I mean, how can you not be? You live, you, you're isolated on a farm, you know? 
If you had to like, go on the show, Alana, you know me, I love a hypothetical. Which one, uh, which farmer would you choose? Which I liked that angle. I liked um, that the, the girls could pick and then they got to pick. Who would you pick? Whoever has um, the biggest Brand- farm. I think I think Brandon is I think I pick Brandon because to me they're all kind of on an equal playing field as far as just like how fuckable they are <laughs> like they some of them have more qualities than the other like they all kind of even out you know at the end of the day so it would have to be whoever has like the biggest farm oh my gosh well, so Brandon yeah I think Brandon was really cute he took her on that like a uh, a date where they were like canoeing together and he drinks and he's I so cute. I, I That woman actually... is gorgeous. Oh yeah. And he's giving me, you know who he gives me? If you look, he kind of squints when he smiles. He kind of looks like Ryan Gosling. Oh God, girl. Brown, brown cow. That or I'm just pregnant and hormonal and I'm like. Yeah. You've been watching I... too much reality TV with like <laughs> average looking uh, hot people. So who would you pick, Brandon? We both are in the Brandon boat. It would be Brandon or the one tall guy. I kind of like the tall guy because not that he's tall. The one who like took the the kooky mom, single mom out first. Oh, the one that I thought looked old? No, that was, I thought you looked, you thought the 40, the blonde I don't know. There's two 42. We'll get it right. Sorry, guys. For there's two 42 year olds. But um, yeah. Well, I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, he's really cute. Yeah, the blonde with curly well, hair. More his person. No, not the blonde. The brunette. Okay. So the guy who sends the chill down my spine is the guy who looks the oldest. Yep. Who took the I mean I don't know like the girl with the huge fake tits for the first <laughs> date who clearly didn't belong in the farm <laughs> like clear I would I that was such a tell to me like that's the girl like no offense love uh like a big titty sister I also have big boobs but um I don't know I, I felt like that was an interesting choice for him the girl that was farmer. Native American, right? And she's, yes. Yeah, and so she's that... from San Diego. I think that guy is really cute and soft-spoken. And she's like villaining it up. And yeah, she Which looks I'm shocked, like. shocked because he liked her. I know. But I'm like, I also kind of think she could go far. But like, she's like calling people out. And like, they're not group dates. It's very like polygamy. Like, we're just out hanging out by the pool, having drinks by the bonfire. And, you know it's they're in their house it's Trey bizarre but uh <laughs> like are they sleeping there where are they sleeping on freaking air mattresses and like i, I just don't understand but and there's a lot the, of holes in the story do you think that they're having sex because i loved how it was like okay these are our final five and then each guy got to take one girl back to the ranch first i don't i use the word ranch lightly and then like they, they had like an That's overnight true. And then the other girls came the next day. I'm like, okay, whoever banged him is probably going to win the thing. <laughs> the I first... think the Native American girl banged him, and that's why she's acting cuckoo. I agree. Yeah, and that's what that was what I was thinking. There's no other reason. Yeah, there's no reason for you to be acting that crazy unless you got digmatized. Let's be real. Yeah, he's you not. I, I would pick him or the other guy, too, the uh, Ryan Gosling. 
All right. So that's the farmer wants a wife, but I want to talk about love is blind. And I want to start out by asking you, who would you pick? I know you're not going to have a, probably an answer. I'm not sure, but if you had to gun to your head, who would it be? Ooh, let me see. Okay. For the people who are left, honestly, and this is going to be a little weird, I think, (laughs) but Jimmy, because he seems like such a lover boy Mm -hmm. and I only have three words for the entire season of love is blind, which is pray for Jimmy because (laughs) good. Okay. Well, first of all, tell me who you, who would you pick? This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I would pick Jimmy. And I, I and it wasn't part of her talking about his package and how great he is in the sack. Uh, but that's remember- in the back of my mind for sure. Yeah. And like, I, now I'm like, look, find myself looking at his crotch because he's always wearing like Lululemon and he's always tugging his, like trying to pull his shirt down. And, but no, I, Jimmy all the way, he's, he's cute. And like you said, it seems like a total lover and man, his girl's a little, a uh, little insecure, <gasps> insecure. Can, can we talk about that first? Cause I have so many opinions on Chelsea as I'm sure many do, but Oh my God. AKA Megan Fox. I don't I can, even, I can kind of see it. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to be mean, but I could, I in can... a dimly lit room in a dimly lit room with my glasses off for sure. Squinting. But 
I just, I just think if you're going to do the process, you shouldn't even give a reference at all because then you're just setting this person up in their head, which clearly he didn't really care. It's her face. And I don't want to body shame or anything, but like, if you're saying Megan Fox, then like, you're thinking like her small frame, all these, her weird looking thumb, like, I don't know. So I just wouldn't even give a reference to anybody about what you look like because then they have this image in their head that you're never going to be able to fit if it's a celebrity. (laughs) I couldn't agree more. And the other girl, Jess, who looks like Jessica Rabbit, who is also a single mom. And I mean, going back to the beginning, though, I wanted to ask you about Matthew, who seemed like a total creep. I wish he would have gone through because he was like, I think he might have buried a body or two in his day. Yeah, let's okay. So Michael to me felt like almost like a producer plant, which I don't think they do producer plants. But you know who yeah, you know who really seemed like a producer plant was the other girl in the love triangle with Matthew and Chelsea. That girl seemed like a total fucking actress, especially the way she exited. It was so weird. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I know who you're talking about. And there's so Laura, Laura, I love, she is just the 5 a.m. I mean, let's just go current status. The pods, I could kind of just like fast, like I could probably watch the last pod one. It gets a little bit long and boring. And it's like the thing that it kills me is these girls are all living in the same house. These guys, the girls are all comparing notes. It just kills me. It's like, hello. Oh, yeah. Hello. Let's go by, let's go by couple. Let's start with Laura and Jeremy. Yeah, who, by the way, his name is spelled so weird. Why would his parents do that to him? But yeah, Laura and I would never pick them out and put them together at all. No, as with most of the couples, which is why love is not blind. If anything, it's deaf. I heard someone else say that somewhere, but it's still hilarious to watch. But so it came out. I'm like very invested in this season. So I, I. I haven't watched a season since like, I think the second one, but it came out that Jeremy was like recently engaged, which I don't really see the big deal in that. Um, But he has come out to be like quite the asshole. Like he met up with that chick or like he knew she was going to be at the bar and he still went and quote unquote, talked to her until four 30 in the morning. I was clapping my hands for what's her name? Laura. I was like, yeah kick that man to the curb she played it so well like i have your location but i'm not just sitting here looking at it and he's like well, we were just talking the parking lot she's like i have your location you were at outside you know you were at her house i mean so smart well played go laura go she's so pretty i think she's out of his league he i love you know this latest two episodes where they she's done with him and i bravo oh, i can called out the girl which I enjoyed because Laura made a good point which is like she like Jeremy is in the wrong but that girl I forgot her name Sarah the the girl who let's not even name her the girl who shall not be named she DMs Ian was like if the door is still open and she's like this is my journey too and then bitch please your journey ended okay I mean, we love talking to Jeremy. She's like, what should we do? And he's like, I don't know. Ride jet skis in front of everybody. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) I applaud them for the drama. Thank you for the tea. Thank you for the, you know, something entertaining to watch. We need it. We want it. However, 
fuck you for sending him a DM. Absolutely. I was that proud of AD. She really was like, hey, are you gonna let me finish? Like she was like, I would I would probably shrink into myself if somebody was, but she held her own. That girl held her own for sure. So yeah, Laura and Jeremy are no moss. Now it remains to be seen if he's gonna full on date Sarah. Uh I wasn't a big fan of him. He just seems like a cocky asshole. Uh, and then also we got to talk about Kenneth and Brittany. I really liked them initially. And she's. Oh, yeah. I forgot about them. They yeah. it, it was like everything was so great in the pods. He had never dated a white girl. And then they get to the honeymoon and it's just like crickets. Like it seemed like after his conversation at the cocktail party with AD and she's like, well, how's it going to go? You dating a white girl. It seemed like after that conversation, like he was just like, wah, wah. They're like. I don't think it was just that because if you okay. really like someone and you want my personal opinion is if you really like someone and you're going to want to invest time, I think he changed the second they got home and he got his phone. I don't know what's on his phone or if you're he got right. back to reality. He was like, on his phone constantly. Yeah. The entire time it was so rude and weird. And this girl is trying her darndest to get his attention. And he, he like his whole personality changed when they got back. And she so should, weird. if anybody should be insecure, it should be her. She should be like, why are you on their phone all the time? Can you imagine if Chelsea picked him? Oh, my God. Oh, the house be burned down. Yeah. Oh, forget about to it. To the ground. Let's save Chelsea for last. Because, yeah, let's oh. save Chelsea for last because I have a lot to say about her, too. So Kenny, Kenneth and Brittany break up. Not, I was actually kind of surprised by them. I, I really thought that they were cute and they seemed like they were physically connected. Can't wait to see the reunion. So we covered Jeremy, and then we've got Johnny and AD. Amy. Oh, AD oh, and Clay. Johnny and Amy are t- kind of like a quick one for me. They have this weird birth control thing. <gasps> he seems like a little bit like of a stoner to me. Like, no offense, I'm, I, but he's just kind of like, hey, like, can you believe we're out here camping and, <laughs> like, but like this whole like, should I get a vasectomy? I'm like, I remember a sex ed. Like, she doesn't want to take birth control. It just seems really odd. Like. There's other ways to work around that. It is so fucking weird, Courtney. Like, are you a virgin or are you gay? Like, I'm sorry, but no grown man is going to not have sex because they're scared of pregnancy. Like, people have sex every day constantly. It's There's so many things. Like, pull-out method works. Yes. Condoms. You Work. and by the way, Ed, I spent my whole twenties trying not to get pregnant. I did the pill. I went off the pill. I had an IUD. Hated it. Pulled it out. And then you get the you you realize that you can only get pregnant like during like when you're ovulating, which is like one week, three days out of the month. Yeah, or, something. Yeah, a week yeah, out of month. It's like probably even less than that. But it's just you know, I will say some people say like the pull out method. Like, what do you call people that do that? And they call them parents. But it just, they're really making, like, it's been every episode that they're talking about it. And it's like, hmm. I'm wondering if, like, they have nothing else. Like, from, like, a storyteller perspective, producer perspective, do they have nothing else to talk about that that is the one thing they have? And maybe they have had sex, but this is, like, the one thing they have to talk about because there's no other drama because they're so perfect. And I pray and hope that that's the case because I really do love them. And I think they're so cute, even though, like he's a little weird. Like you could see their chemistry together, especially when they were in the Caribbean. I don't know. I really love them. And I and really I... liked her dad and I liked her mom who was like, can I speak oh. Spanish? They were like picking out dresses, which is my favorite part. 
also brings me to tears. You know, I'm curious. I want to know. I'm going to have Stacy on. I was going to have her hop on and chat with us today. She was on the last season. I'm sorry, maybe two seasons ago. Um, And she's totally watching. But the rings, like, are the rings real? Do they buy them? I want to know. But the dresses are all a little, I don't know. I mean, they're pretty, the ones that they end up picking. But, you know, the the show's paying for them. Yeah. The one dress I did like was AD's. But I think, I feel like she brought that dress in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll get to AD in a second. But yeah, so, I didn't really like Amy's dress. No, I didn't. But I loved her mom, and she's like very Latino. And there are redheaded Latinos, by the way. It's a whole thing. But yeah, so Johnny, we'll see. I feel like they actually have. Uh, they might make it. I really do. And then, we or get- she might throw a curveball and say no. But I don't see him saying no. But maybe who knows? You never fucking know. I wouldn't marry somebody if they didn't lay the pipe down. Sorry, part of my just, you know, French. I could not buy, take the car off the the lot without taking it for a couple test drives. I need to see the dick before I commit to the dick. You know, and that's probably the other thing. She's probably seen it. You know, they're probably doing other stuff. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So probably rounding third for sure. (laughs) oh yeah I I mean so then AD I wanted to talk about initially I thought her name's Amber Desiree so she goes by AD she's 33 she's a realtor Clay's 31 he's so hot I thought he was like a little high octane at first but he's like really seems like he's got his shit together it's a little odd his work schedule I'm like is he a drug dealer (laughs) what what is this guy doing did you notice that they get out to go on their their final date before um, their last date before the wedding. And he's driving a black Escalade. Here's the thing, Courtney. Um, I completely agree with you. Clay (laughs) was totally wild in the pods. And then he simmered down Mm -hmm. in real life. I've grown to love him, which is very interesting. AD. I'm just going to be honest here. All right. This is really ugly of me to say. She's a butterface. Everything butterface. Yes. The eyelashes Mm -hmm. need to come down a couple notches. Clay (laughs) might be a closeted homosexual. Mm -hmm. Or is already seeing somebody else. Like, I'm sorry. I had an Airbnb for three years. You don't need to go to an Airbnb overnight. It's a little bizarre. I also have this weird thing that, like, I think it's, it's like things AD has said. I feel like she's there for the experience, not and, and like no, no hate, no nothing. I get it, but I feel like she's not. She's like playing into the experience. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I think she's kind of lost in the fact that he's hot. I don't think they're gonna make it. I loved her mom. I will say it. The mom oh, her came mom, across yeah. is so genuine. And maybe it's because I don't have a mom. And I was like, she's like, oh, you're doing amazing, sweetie. Uh, yeah. But I agree. And AD is like, she seemed like everybody was super into her. And we're going to talk about uh, Chelsea and Jimmy next. But going back to the cocktail party. And she just really, like the way she looked at like Jimmy even. And and yes. Ken- Kenneth, it was like hungry eyes. Like she, she thought she was hot shit. You know, she comes across as is like, oh yeah, I have a shelf ass. I'm her body's banging for sure, and she's got dripping with confidence, which I personally love. But you're right, I, I definitely can see what you're 
say. <laughs> Do we think they're they're exactly. gonna make it? I feel like no. I feel like she's gonna say yes, and he's gonna say because he's they've already teased it. Like he was like, I just you know I see I've watched other seasons, and I don't know if I'm that guy. I feel like he's pulling away. I could see him really wanting it to work, but <clears throat> almost getting cold feet at the the last minute. Or they throw us a curveball where it's like, here's this guy who started out as a player and superficial, and now he's marrying this butterface, and he's going to commit, and then she says no. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> I love this show so much. and I, I love she, this show. I do, too. I'm so glad you're watching. It's so fun. And I love, um, I love Jimmy. Like I said, he would be my pick. Apparently, he had the most swagger. Jess went on Nick Vile's podcast this week. And basically said oh. that like he like he was everybody's favorites in the pod and that he had the most swagger and all this sort of stuff. And I, they really teased this trailer for this, the, these latest drop, the two episodes that just came out, but of him talking to Jess and saying like, I played it back a couple of times, but he said like, you were still my number one pick and I think that they clipped something out leading up to like at what point were you know anyway so all so, I could think was if Chelsea and Jimmy are still together and she sees that mm -hmm. she's probably there's a gun to her head right now like the can we talk about Chelsea for a second her head is popped off and spun around the room like full-on exorcist yeah that's that's we're gonna end on Chelsea and who's a flight attendant she's got arm tattoos and I mean, where do we even start? She's let's start from the beginning because <laughs> it is so much for me. It's so we like let's really sink our teeth into this for a second because I've been waiting to discuss it with somebody. First impression of Chelsea. Let's bring it back to the pods. First impression. From I want to hear yours. First impression. I really thought that she was gonna pick. Is it Trevor? And I have to say, what is going on with his hairline? Did he get hair plugs right before he came on? Is he sunburned? What is going on with that hair? The the, the guy with the mullet. I noticed that as well. It's very interesting. He I'm has sorry. Like this I don't want to ring around mean. his head. Yeah. And I don't want to be mean. I've looked at his Instagram, but like, and she said like, that's my type. So she is a yeah I mean her and Jimmy like oh, I really pause for a second because you brought up Trevor I don't know if you know this but he would had a girlfriend this all just came out he had a girlfriend what? going into the season she posted all their screenshots he was literally texting her up until he went there even when he was on the plane everything saying I'm doing this but I'm gonna come back for you I love you and then he messaged her the second he got back they were talking about how his dog died. He even told her he gave some girl the collar. Like he literally said in plain text that he was like just doing it for his goals, like not for anything else. And he like came back to her. But I guess he ended up dumping her, I don't know, like a few weeks after he got back and she posted all the screenshots. Oh, I'm here for it. Now I got, let's go full on Risa Tisa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck did I get into a pod with? So anyways, yeah, back to Chelsea. I also, my first impression of her was like, this This is like this sweet, innocent girl. Um, she's never really gotten attention. Like she was so floored by the fact that multiple guys liked her and were falling for her. And she like couldn't even handle it. It was like, it was so sweet and endearing. And 
Oh my God. Courtney, I've never cringed harder in my entire life <laughs> than when those sliding glass doors opened and she came trotting down the aisle. <laughs> I had to look away. It was like a horror movie. It, <laughs> it was like a Stephen King book. I could not believe my eyes. <laughs> my eyes. I know. I'm hateful. I'm hateful. No, no, no. I know what you mean. There's like all these memes about it. And he's like, I like your teeth. Like you've got a nice smile. And it's that moment mm. that every that's what makes this show so good. I felt that way when Kenneth saw Anne. Or what was she her name? is Sarah. gorgeous though. Yeah, she's, oh, she she's is. very pretty, very pretty. It's just her energy. It's I'm not even trying to body shame her or anything. It's literally her weird ass energy. It's nothing else. It's how she carries herself. To be honest with you, so um, I have a theory about Chelsea, real quick. Okay, tell me. I love. Uh, let take me to cons- conspiracy town. I think she has borderline personality disorder. Well, yeah, and then you throw a couple dirty martinis on top of that, mix them yes. up. She said I was dirty martini drunk, remember, when she was talking to Trevor? Listen, girl, I'm telling you, that's an excuse. This girl has done this before. This is her MO. This is how she is in relationships. I can see it. I can feel it. I can taste it. This is not new to her. You can just, she has these highs and lows with him. It's like he'll tell her something and be like, have a moment with her and confide in her and they're doing good. And he's like, yeah, I fucked my friend, whatever. And she's like, Oh, that's cool. And the girl, and, he, and the girls are like, Oh, do you care that he's female best friend? She's like, no, that's cool. I love it. It's so great. We're going to be best friends. We're going to be sisters. And then the bitch goes crazy. And it's like, I it's need you borderline- to dial it back. And he's like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> it's not dirty martini. Mm-hmm. It's borderline personality disorder. Like, I think this is, this is how she is in relationships. It'll be curious to see if anybody comes out and says anything. And, you know, I love the episode where he's like, she's like, you, you know, he's like works from home. Her friends come by and she's like, you haven't kissed me all day. He's like, that's not true. I've kissed you twice. Like, this is like, she needs constant reassurance from him. And then what do you think about that? Well, the fact that he's like, you're a little clingy. I think that that's like the, obviously what you don't want to hear, but she's like a uh, clingy. I notice that she repeats a lot of the things that he says to like buy herself more time. I think that she gets drunk and in her head and she's insecure about the other girl because she, you know, knows about her and that he's seen her. But I, I agree. I think that there is something to be said about the fact that maybe she's a little dick whipped. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, she's, yeah. it's kind of showing she's very insecure, but they don't get along. Like I will say though, on the last date that they had before the wedding, they're at the park and I'm just like waiting for the other shoe to drop. They just got over this fight. I thought he was done. I, I really did. And he stayed and he's just like constantly reassuring her. And that's where I'm like, wow, I like him. He seems like he is like ride or die. I'm going to stick by this girl's side, even though she looks at me like she's got, she gets that crazy look in her eye. Oh, she's got blood in her eyes. He is trying so hard and doing everything that he can to reassure her. And then she's constantly like, love you. Love you. I love you. I love you. Do you love me? Do you still love me? Do you still love me? Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. He's like, I don't know how much, like how I, you are so annoying. (laughs) Like you got this hot guy here. 
I think it's a here's the benefit. I think what Chelsea's doing for the women of the world is honestly amazing because I think there's a lot of crazy girls out there who are going to watch her and be like, wow, it's going to be their come to Jesus moment. I think Chelsea is going to be a lot of people's like canon event. It's like the moment that they realize that they need to change their ways because I don't think it's um, foreign that a lot of like, she's very relatable in the sense that like when you're really like someone and you just want, and it doesn't matter what they do, it's never enough. And it kind of makes me wonder, is there something we're not seeing because women are very intuitive. You feel a lot of things. You obviously don't always act crazy unless there's a reason for you to act crazy. So are there things that like, like a push and pull that he's doing with her that we're not seeing? Like, does he pull away when the cameras aren't there? And does he like put it on like, but subtly. So it's not, so in her face that she can call it out you know what I mean like trying to give her some credit I'll be curious to see what they say if she says yes so they left us with a cliffhanger and he's like I don't even know how you're feeling like she's needing all this validation and he's like but I don't even know if you want this like she's almost she's had one foot in one foot out and I will say, I don't know if it's the pregnancy hormones, but they were on the roller coaster date. I kind of kept thinking there was going to be a big fight or another fallout. And they, it, like, it looked like really like they were like, okay, this is what we need to see. Like, it looks like they're having fun. They're on the roller coaster date. They both like theme parks, which I can't stand. Not for me. Can't catch me on a roller coaster. But I kind of teared up a little bit. I was like, yes, this feels good to see. Okay. Yeah. But they left us with a cliffhanger. I think he's a catch and a half. And I think that like she has pushed him to the brink, but it's almost Mm. like you see this look in his eye that he's like really hurt. And I think that if that happens one or two more times, he, he gone, he gone. Yeah. uh, I think that someone has to, yeah, I don't know, but she, she does really well in group environments like she did super well with his parents with his family she did really well with the friends but when they're alone and i guess when she hits the sauce (laughs) the dirty who's making dirty martinis at home can we talk about how he went out for one hour and i one hour and (sighs) he called her out and he's like well you're sitting here drunk telling me you don't think i love you like and you just betrayed my trust by saying something on camera that we had talked about offline. Like, he's like, I'm a little concerned. And she's like, and then she admitted, like, yeah, I was like lost in the dirty martini sauce. So, but you, he went out for one hour and the whole like, oh, I don't want you going out at all. Like, that's super controlling. I'm sorry. Right, like, this is not what I signed up for. Like what he, he's not allowed to, is he a prisoner? Like, why can't he go out for an hour and see his friend? And she probably was invited. And she's he's like, I think you're just fishing here. Like, I will say, like, he's like, you overstepped my boundaries. Like, he, in a, in conflict, like, he is the best communicator. I think he's a doll. Um, I don't, I don't That's see him with... That's what a crazy with, girl needs. I don't see him with Jess, though, either. You know, as much no. as, like, he, she was, like, tearing up and they were talking by the dock... You know, I kind of they tease it like, oh, he might go back to her. I don't I don't think I don't think that that's a, a match either. I agree. And she also was spotted with I forgot where he's from, but he's from some other Netflix show. I think too hot to handle Harry something. She was like spotted on the beach. No way. Yeah. Which is <laughs> if it's who I'm thinking of, he was with the girl that's now a lesbian that was on. Um, <gasps> yeah, it's like a very match. popular one. 
Yeah, Harry. he was on Perfect Match. Too. Yeah, Harry. Jessica, I gotta look at this up. So well, I think that was like I, I love talking about this sh- other shows, and I would you know let's keep let's keep it up, girl, and because I like I said, The Bachelor. We're almost done with this one, and then we'll have other stuff to cover. But next week, I definitely want to do a recap of hometowns because we're going to have a lot to talk about. And then I think – I don't know what the date is of the finale of Love is Blind, but I would love to totally dive into that because the finale, uh, the reunion, I'm sorry, is always my favorite. Oh, because, yeah. Because oh, the timing God, yeah. of, like, the filming of the show, and this is what makes it so different from The Bachelor, they filmed this a year ago. So, like, how do they keep it so quiet on their Instagram? It's wild to me. Like, this is, like, a lot of time has gone by. I know. It is actually pretty fucking crazy. It's like, how are you supposed to move on with your life? A lot can happen in a year, especially when you're in your 20s and early 30s. Like, mm-hmm. life is a moving, and it's a moving fast. So, I don't know how they do that. It's really difficult. Oh, no, I'm really loving this season of Love is Blind, though. I'm so invested in the drama happening off the show is even more enticing um i'm loving it loving it loving it nick and the vanessa lachey i mean they're the hosts we don't really see a lot from them i met her once in real life when i was dating jesse metcalf she was lovely she was seemed super cool and down to earth and to be quite honest i'm surprised that their relationship has really stood the test of time i know but they did well, say that they separated well, let me at ask one you, what point. was your high mm-hmm Wow, really? They said that publicly? Mm-hmm. Hmm, interesting. What was your high and low of what you've seen from Love and Love is Blind so far? Ooh, good question. High and low. Ooh, Alana, you stumped me. Uh I mm-hmm. think high and low. I really liked the roller coaster scene with Jimmy because he's really grown on me. I really thought he was gonna end up being the villain. And then I just was like, wow, he's a really good man. And I loved seeing him with his family. They were just getting down with some food. And I could relate to that, having like talking about the hometowns and stuff. And I think that really solidified it for him. So I think that was mm-hmm. the high for me. Uh, the low probably would be the 5 a.m. looking at the location, that guy, because I've also been there where you just know something's off and it feels so bad to be in a relationship, to just even have to have those conversations and then get really basically nothing back. I mean, to be sitting there with like your fiance who you're excited about and be like, hey, can you take your sunglasses off? Like, what are you doing out here? Like that triggered me a little bit because I've dated some shady motherfuckers. I totally agree. I think that would be my low too. And I think it's totally justified that Jeremy would want to have a conversation with Sarah. Like they shared all these conversations. Mm-hmm. I totally understand that. But if he were to play it the right way, he wouldn't have done it in this moment when he's engaged and filming a TV show and how he should have played it. If he actually really cared about Laura, which clearly he didn't, he would have waited until he wouldn't have even opened the message wouldn't have hearted it would have seen this through when the show is done communicated with Laura and said yeah I'm gonna like have a phone conversation with her because you know we had these conversations like I think that's totally fair like Sarah can fucking wait a month to talk to him 
You know well, what I mean? Hell, but look at it like this. Chelsea, not to get too far off topic, Chelsea followed Trevor right when he said, as soon as I got my phone back, I saw that you had followed me. And she was complaining that Jeremy showed Jimmy Jess when Jimmy didn't even go seek her out. Like Jeremy brought it to her attention. It's like the pot calling the kettle black. Like she yes. is such a freaking manipulator. Oh, and Trevor's like, you were my first follow. And like, and, and imagine if she was with what's his bucket, the guy uh, now look at my names are all messed up. But the guy who was out till 530 in the morning, like, that's a guy who's probably being shady, a guy who goes out to his friend's birthday party for an hour, that should put things into perspective for you, Chelsea, just saying, yeah, why did your why did your engagement end before you came on the show? Mm-hmm. Can't wait to hear from him. Let's go to Reddit. Ugh. I can't wait for this for you. Yes. Let's freaking go. All right, guys. So that's our recap ish. I hope you enjoyed. And maybe we inspired some people to go watch Farmer Wants a, li- uh, a Wife. <laughs> Farmer Wants a, a bigger house. But I probably will not be watching until the end. But maybe I will. If we, I mean, but three recapping three shows, which is like, no, no, we'll just touch on it because honestly, like they, I'm not even caught up. I just was like, oh wow, this is cool. Oh, it's wholesome. Um, but yeah, we've there's there's just too many good shows all all around. So, all right, Alana, let's chat soon, my love, and uh, I hope you get some good rest tonight. Insomnia is no bueno. I know. I didn't sleep last night. So I'll probably knock out. So it'll be all good. This was fun. Love you, girl. Lilas. Um, we'll do some more crank calls soon, too. Yes. I'm going to call you in a second. So, okay. Bye. Bye. Call me. Okay. Call me, maybe. All right. That's our show. Sorry if we got some of the names wrong, guys. It's hard. My mom brain, and there's just so much reality TV going on. I can't keep my name straight. All right. Until next time, I'm your host, Courtney Robertson, and this has been After Reality. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.